Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts Greg, Mike, and Shaft. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, so while they're hearing this, they'll have already heard the show without me. So I hope you had fun. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know, the actual recording, what, <laughs> six weeks ago? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, just the way true. things work. Yeah. Um, so we really don't got a whole lot on the plate today, huh? No, not really. All right. Yeah, it's kind of boring. There's not much going on. <clears throat> um, we're moving into the Christmas season, which really isn't that different than it was last year or the year before. You're talking about Disneyland. What do you, what do you mean, moving yeah. in? It's it's already here. The official kickoff was, what, the 12th, right? Yeah. And Friday, now Friday the 12th? Yeah. And it's the 21st now, so yeah, I'd say we're not moving in. We're So we're in. all the Halloween's down, all Christmas is up. Small world's open, right? Yep. So I was in the park. Um, when was the last time I was, I was in? Who was? I can't remember who I was in there with. And they already had uh, snow in the. There were there was the day before day before they were filming the parade. I think you know. So they already had stuff up for the parade. You know, the castle already had snow on it. Um, that was I think that was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, there was a unique picture you could have taken. With the Halloween decorations still on the lampposts on Main Street with the snow on the castle roof. Yeah, yeah. Could have. Did not. Forgot why I was even there. But anyways, it's... Uh, uh, well, to forget about life, of course, right? <laughs> exactly. To leave all your worries behind, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that works. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Uh, all right. So, a couple weeks ago or a couple episodes ago, we had answered a question about is video be taking a shortcut, right? Is is making video part of an attraction a shortcut? Is it lessening the experience, correct? We well, talked I, think, the, I think a guest or a listener yes, had asked had that, question. that question, and we kind of debated what we thought about it, which I don't even remember. What Specifically, the was, in the context of King Kong at Universal Studios, the King Kong. Yeah, that, that was that's what that was the catalyst for the discussion. Yes. All right. So now, I've finally seen the revamped and you know whack slash reimagined King Kong you like that catalyst. I'm using big words. Today. That's a good word. Yeah. All right. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> You saw the big, you saw the big Kong dong. Uh, <laughs> that sounds rather personal to me. No, no Kong dong. Thank you very much. And not like the, uh, the uh, projected guy in Everest that kind of sets on, <laughs> sets on something. Oh. You've, you've noticed that, right? That when uh, the Yeti, he's projected like the silhouette. Oh. Well, he's ripping up the tracks. The tracks rip, ripped up, and he at one point he squats. It looks like he's dropping a load. No, it looks like he's sitting on a vertical piece of track up his pooter. Oh. <laughs> and I think I think it took Earl pointing that out. I don't think it really hit me uh, till it was pointed out. But uh, you know, it'd be like Earl to point something like that out. So, yeah. All right. So okay. So yeah, I saw Kong, Universal Studios, uh, and they they uh, how can I put this? All right, all just from the beginning, it's it's they built it in front of where the old 
collapsing bridge used to be. That's where the new Kong thing is. Well, that's it's roughly where the other one was kind of down the hill from there where the other soundstage uh, was. But it's not exactly in the same location as the no, previous soundstage. No, because the previous Kong, you entered into that soundstage off of one of the back, uh, you know, backlot streets. Correct. Okay. Yeah. No, this guy, he's it's a little bit farther up the hill. Okay. You turn in now, now out front, they got a... Um, they got a sm- tram car that's smoking like it's been crushed or stepped on by something big, right? Nice. You go in, a big foot, like a big footprint on it. No footprint, smashed. But it's it's looks like a bow tie pasta, right? Just squeeze uh, in the oh, middle. Very cool. Um, so you go in there now. Of course, when you first get on the tram, about twenty five minutes earlier, you have to pick up some three D glasses and hang on to them for this whole time, not knowing why, right? <sighs> Well, you know why. They, there's there's no secret about what's going on with it. Uh, okay. Now, I don't if you guys been on a Universal tour lately, but... No. They, they have video screens in the tram cars now. Okay, so, like, when you get to certain spots, instead of the, the tour guide on the tram talking, who has a little camera so you can see them as well, they'll cut to this video of, say, Whoopi or Steven Spielberg or somebody talking about... Whatever you're driving by or driving through, whatever, right? So, when I directed ET, yes, that I'm kind of exactly right here, that kind of stuff. So, for King Kong, it's Peter Jackson coming on, and uh, one of his helper dudes, I forget wh- wh- what his capacity was, but they're talking about how they were approached by Universal to replace the burned down King Kong, and you know, we sh- we should do something big and you know, climactic, and it was really hard to come up with this because it, whatever. So they're giving some behind the scenes stuff before we actually get in there, right? So once you get in, they close the doors behind you. The place gets dark, and then they they fire up the film. Now that oh, Peter Jackson is the one who tells you to put on your your glasses. Now the whole the thing overall seemed a little bit blurry to me. Okay, but it was it had some good depth to it. You know, good 3D effect, right? Cheap 3D effect. So at this point, there's a story where. The T-Rex sees the tram and wants to eat everybody in it. And King Kong is kind of like battling him off. So that's why we, we've heard story, we've heard tell of how he's supposed to jump over the tram. Well, King Kong jumps over the tram like three times, back and forth. Like he jumps over, fights, the T-Rex tosses him back to the other side. And the whole time the tram is sitting on a, a gimbal, right? So the, the whole thing's shaking in time is, to... Is, is that really a gimbal or is it just a shaking platform? Oh. A vibrating path? They say it's a gimbal. Oh, okay. Could be. I don't know. Some shaking platform that can hold however much that's that thing weighs, right? Big-ass big gimbal. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> so the, the, the actual pace of the scene is, is pretty quick. A lot of stuff. Something happens on your right and then King Kong jumps over and directs your attention to the left and you see something over there and he comes back over to the right. Well, uh, at one point, out of the corner of your eye, you see the T-Rex has got one of the tram cars in his mouth, and he's pulling on it, right? And as he's pulling on it, the whole thing's shaking with it, which I thought was a pretty cool effect that something seemed projected in the, the movement of the real-life thing was synchronized to that. So, so it felt like your tram was being pulled towards him? Yes. He was, he was like, doubling the tram back, right? He, like, snagged the back car, and he'd whipped it around, so the tram is, like, in a U-shape now. And he's pulling okay. it, and, and now you're like you're on a tree branch, right? And he's trying to pull it, and King Kong's trying to keep you from falling off the tree branch. Well, the tree branch breaks, 
but he catches the tram and lets it go. So Kong has turned out to be the good, our friend. Yes, yes. He's, he's saved our ass, right? Now, the funny thing is while you're on the tree branch, while the T-Rex is pulling on it, the, you know, it's like it's swaying, there's these huge-ass spiders <laughs> on, on the other side that as the tram sways towards them, they come in close to the to the tram, and they're, they're like got snapping claws at you, right? So that was a pretty cool effect to... Still 3D, though. Yes, all 3D. You go, whoa, holy crap. You know, that's a big, fat spider. <laughs> and okay, it's that would be kind of nasty for me. I couldn't handle that one. Yeah. See, and we know how Mike is. With yeah, spiders. I'm not good with spiders either. But, you know, they're, they're, they were cartoony enough. So they're, they're 3D guys. They're not real. <laughs> yeah, they're cartoony <laughs> enough and just, just freaky pretend. enough. But they fit into the action because the, the tram is like swaying, right? So it sways close to them, and they're swinging in at the same time trying to grab grab you and then so I was back now when it was all done before they drive out they open the front door and this film shuts off and you see this big concrete tube you've been in the whole time uh, which is the screen that's projected on and off you drive so when you look so, okay wait like so this this screen that you're seeing the projection it's like a, a, a let's let's say the spinning thing with uh, uh, what is it the avalanche so picture like a tube like that except it's not going all the way around you and it's projected on that like in a round dome around you? Yes, yes. Now, <clears throat> that avalanche tube that you remember is now yeah. a mummy. It's themed for the yeah, mummy. Yeah, okay. I, I'd heard that. I haven't and, seen that. But I mean... That, that, and it's I'm much just, bigger. It's I'm much, tr- much bigger. What, what do you mean bigger? Longer? It's w- The screen is farther away from you. Oh, oh, oh the, the Kong it, one. Yes, the Kong one's yeah. much bigger than... The, but, it the, is, but it is that kind of, let's say, a half, <laughs> half to three quarters of a... Of a cylinder. Yes, yes. Ends at the floor, okay. Yes, it's pretty big. And, I, you know, I didn't actually get a chance, because I was sitting in the middle, so I couldn't stick my head out and see if it actually encircled you, or if the film, if it was actually just two screens that almost met at the top. I, I didn't oh. get I didn't get a chance to verify that. But after it was done, you know, I turned my wife, so what'd you think? She thought it was pretty cool, and that the 3D worked, and that and the actual little scene or the story of what you were dealing with was, was pretty cool, and that it happened quick and fast, and was shot well that attention went from left to right to left to right to left to right and then it was over you know and and you and you and you got a sense of what was going on oh and they were squirting you with with like you're getting spit on by the dinosaurs that was also another cheap 3d effect that that Uh, that no that's 40 yeah i know i know (laughs) i'm just quoting the muppet show when i say that okay uh might might have been the spider spitting too i don't remember but it was quick and it, and it looked pretty cool, and the sound went well with it. This one, when it first got started up, was a little blurry. That, and, did that ever? Oh, excuse me, did that ever clear up? Blurriness. <sighs> as as I'm thinking about, it, I'm trying to think because you know I, it must have because I kind of got I got caught up into what was happening. You know, I was trying to thinking we might act, might talk about. It. I was trying to like record in my mind's eye what I'm seeing to to make sure I can recall it well later and i kind of got caught up into enjoying it and not cataloging it does that make sense yes yes so uh but now when you i were think in, you were in, you were in the moment and you didn't yeah um, which also gives makes me give it you know not a thumbs up or but a couple points that it made me forget what i was you know, i was like i said trying to catalog it i actually started to enjoy it for what it was and when you look back and we look back at the question of do we think it's a cop-out to move away from an animatronic presentation? Uh, 
and and if you remember our 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 collective thought was maybe it was it was you know it kind of takes away that if everything goes to video 3D and we always have to be somehow involved shooting at whatever you know like Toy Story or um, uh, is it Spider-Man or Men in Black that you're that's the same kind of concept uh, Spider-Man is a mixture of 3D and movable vehicles. So Spider-Man is closest to Toy Story? Well, no, no. Toy Story, well, um, not, not, let's go back. The um, Men in Black is sort of like Buzz, uh, Buzz okay. Lightyear, except better. Because uh, I, I, I can't really say that I consider Buzz and Toy Story similar. They're, they're arcade-type rides. But if you want to draw a close comparison, I'd put uh, Buzz Lightbeer against um, the uh, Men in Black. And Spider-Man is just uh, you know a vehicle that moves through an environment, and there's a lot of 3D. Okay. Well, if, if you think about how the old Kong was... You know, you drove in, and you didn't see him at first, right? You made a turn to the left and then got on the bridge that he was on. You were standing up on a bridge, and there's a helicopter, right? Fake helicopter yeah, shooting the, at him. Uh, and he, train. Yeah, and, and he was shaking the bridge and, you know, screaming. And, all right. It had stuff going on, but it was slow-paced, right? The setup was... How do I put it? How does the setup was kind of well? I think one of the things was you had to wait for it to cycle itself back into position one. So if, especially on the summer days where you had a lot of trams going through, the tram you're going right in right after the previous tram is leaving. So you're kind of waiting for it to get itself into the proper position and get all the effects and the mechanical effects to get back into position one. And so they're trying to. Started off, do you with re- <clears throat> but I don't remember anything. The television, with the television going, oh, the you know. Oh, that's right, because you st- yeah. Before you made the turn, yes. Before we made the turn, there was a you. We saw someone's like we were looking in someone's living room or something. Yeah. TV, whatever. Okay. Well, was, yeah, you were. I think you, you were the looking. The train come crashing down, and then as you start moving, as the tram starts moving forward, then you come across where Kong is. Yeah, you were looking through like someone's living room or house to see the news report, and then yeah. you went around the corner, and you were in the middle of the news report with the helicopter, yeah, that's right, and the, and the that's bridge right. and all that, and the monkey breath, the helicopter, Mon- yeah, the and the banana hel- breath, monkey, or the, yeah. monkey, the helicopter comes crashing down. Yeah. yeah, was there any banana breath? No, no, none of that. No, so no, no dinosaur <laughs> flatulence, nothing, nothing like that going on. So it, it, so it, it dawned on me right now the that could be kind of cool. The Kong that we were used to before he got crispy crittered was. Kong from 1976, right? Where he climbed the World Trade Center. Right. Okay, that's the Kong that they are trying to recreate. Now they're trying to recreate the Peter Jackson Kong. Right. Where he's CG from from the get go, and you got a get go in there too. Get go, come on. <laughs> from the beginning. All right. So. That's you're talking about your uh, car insurance again. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so, so if the current audience, youngsters, are used to Peter Jackson's King Kong, and they drive through the and they re, and they recreated the 1976 King Kong, they wouldn't have they would not have been impressed by it. 
Well, I gotta say, the Peter Jackson King Kong was because he is CG from the get to go, uh, was much more impressive than the uh, 76 King Kong. The biggest problem with 76 King Kong was they were going to, they, they used some overbuilt uh, animatronics and then they had, they resorted to the guy in the uh, gorilla suit for a good portion of it. The guy in the gorilla suit, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what he was. It was a guy in the gorilla suit again. Uh, so your CG King Kong that Peter Jackson had in his movie, of course, is going to be much more ape-like. The, uh, the anatomy, the structure, the movement is going to be, because it's designed to be after a, uh, an ape, after a, a gorilla. Only is not as, be... Yeah, but it's only as good as the rigging they make for the model. If the model isn't properly rigged, then it's going to look like, you know, whatever they you know limited it to move so yeah right, it could be I mean, better it could be worse a, it, you it know. could be worse but i'm going to i'm going to make the presumption that they have some pretty decent cg modelers because they're not going to be spending that type of money on a movie and go get some uh half-assed uh well okay a vfx house the the speaking of which hey uh guess what just happened this weekend um tell us tell I, I us just, uh, Friday, Asylum VFX uh, closed their doors. They're shutting down. Um, they're the uh, special effects house that did uh, Terminator Salvation. Um, oh, oh, there you was, go. I was reading uh, several of the things, and they just had one that just came out this week. Um, I want to say Harry Potter, or uh, I don't think they do Harry Potter. <laughs> no, they, they've done some big ones in here. I'll look it up real quick. It's just a Kind of a all right. Well, what I was gonna say before uh, you were rudely interrupted. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Um, no, but <laughs> part of the part of that pre-show where Peter Jackson and the other guy talked to, they were talking about how their CG Kong. They were they worked hard to make his facial expressions as you can look at his eyes and understand that he was, you know, been around so they, for a while. They spent, had, yeah, they spent a lot of money on, on his face and emotion. Yeah. So. There were probably more movements in his face than the rest of his body. Yeah, so so that's I think if they're used to Peter Jackson's Kong and they put him in they put him in the the our animatronic Kong that just you know opened his mouth, shook his head, you know roared, they'd be like, "What is that?" And you know, I, 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 I you think know, I, 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 you know the the question about whether they're taking shortcuts, I think I, I, comes from the audience. That what the the audience memory is of Peter Jackson's King Kong, not of 1934 stop motion Harryhausen King Kong, or 1976 whoever did that show King Kong. I, their their recollection is the latest one, and that what they've done takes you to that world and puts you in it. And I thought did a decent job of it. Well, you know, I I I can see what you're you're saying. I'm. I think if um, if it was a decent animatronic or even animatronic mix with 3D, I, I would be fine too. But I, I can see where you're going with that. Well, it's, it's a CG movie, so people accept CG. But uh, I think people also accept seeing the real deal in front of you if you spend enough money to do it right. Like that Kong, which was, by the way, uh, I believe designed by Bob Gurr or Bob Gurr worked on it. I don't remember if he just worked on it or he designed it. Um, 
but you know, if it's done believably, then I think you could buy it. Uh, for instance, you go on um, Jurassic Park. Do you buy those? Uh, there, there's a perfect example. Those were all CG. Yes, and that okay, and they're and animatronic, and they're right. And yeah, you're, and you're in a 3D environment where, see, the, for me, seeing them physically, so you have true 3D, if you will. That you know, you see the whole body versus see it. Uh, with the glasses on. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe it's a generational thing. Maybe the, the kids don't really care. I don't know who, you know, no one's really fessed up to their age when they they write in these questions to, we, you know, if we can nail that down. I mean, some may just be old purists like us that would prefer to see it uh, one way, though I'm, I don't think a, a 3D is bad if it's done Right, but it seems like every time we turn around, okay, we got Honey, I Shrunk to Kids, fine. Then we got Fill Our Magic, fine. They're, they're all enjoyable. We got Muppets, they're fine. Yeah. It's enjoyable, but uh, we're something else. And we get, you know, a, a dark ride that's a, an arcade game. Fun, okay, yes, but where's the next Pirates? Where's the next Mansion? And those have never come. I, you know, I don't think like, they can. Well, I think they can. I just don't think the company's willing to spend the money and take the risk that they don't. It's like almost like they don't trust themselves. You know, we did this right. We had some leadership when we did it, and no one's got the vision anymore. Well, we, it's like Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland has no vision, so no one to stand behind it. You know, we've talked about this before that the yeah. <clears throat> the closest they come recently would be Everest. Yeah, I mean that's that's a. I, I still think of Everest as the modern incarnation of the Matterhorn. I agree with that. Yeah, I they would just, too. They, but they did a real good job of they setting setting job. up the story as you wait in line for it. Setting up an experience, yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you don't want to say but, the word but, story, huh? But no, I, I, don't, no. <laughs> but I, I agree with you. And you're talking about like a haunted mansion or a pirates, where you have Everest was a big story, but it's a roller coaster. You, it's almost a sure thing on how you're going to deal with it. Um, Actually, I think the story adds to how short that roller coaster really is because yeah. you know, point points the, out. The, you mean how short it is? Yeah, well, it, 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 most of it is kind of getting to the hill. You know, got this long, slow ride around, and you finally get up the hill. You sometimes you see the bird of death, sometimes you don't. Um, and bam! As soon as you go backwards, I mean, it's almost over. It, you know, it has two stops in it. It's uh, so it, it adds a lot to have everything else going on. You think of the Matterhorn, you pull it up and you never stop. It's a constant in motion attraction. This one, you have to stop a couple points. So they used say storytelling, um, mechanisms to kind of, you know, to, uh, enhance inter- it. to entertain you as the track is moving. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, well, I, I think while I you're think waiting. That, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that that might be part of it as well. It's it's. Would you say, as far as roller coasters then go, it's a relatively short one, and just if you didn't have what you're, what you are trying to tell me, correct me if I'm wrong, is if we didn't have the storylines there, it would be a rather boring roller coaster. Um. Yeah, I think it it's, it has a few cheap thrills, but I would compare it almost to something like Boomerang, at Snots or. Oh, um, I didn't even think about that one. What's what's the other one uh, that that's in the back corner where the soapbox racers used to be? Is that Accelerator? Is that what that that's was called? Accelerator yes. back there. Yeah, 
So think of those. They're over in literal seconds. So if there wasn't some kind of you know, device to give you an idea that there's some story around the Disney one, it would just be another one of those. Well, now, without, so I, without, I, the, I, without the story, though, there's no need for the, the Yeti at the end. I know. I, I agree. I, I, I what, what's kind of I'm kind of curious about. I really don't know. Is if the track layout was an existing thing that they built around, or did they decide they wanted to use one of these uh, backward ones where you have to switch the track, go forward, go backwards? You know, it'd be kind of it'd be interesting to see the complete um, development of the attraction to see why they went that route and why so short, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you know. Yeah, so Where I'm, we I'm get just that picturing in my mind, you got a relatively short coaster that has a great storyline, great experience aspect to it, but it is, it's not a major attraction like a Space Mountain or... You, you, wait, wait, which one are you talking about again, Everest? You're talking about Everest. Oh, I th I'd say Everest is uh, a trump on Space Mountain. But would you say it's as ma as large and as major on? Yeah, I mean the amount of work because space mountain is good. I, I, would ride. I would call Everest probably an E plus. Okay. You know, if, if you wanted to go on the you know the ticket medium, I think they've plus a space. It's a different kind of experience. It is short, yes, but I think it's a little higher thrill at moments. Not maybe all the time, but. It does have its moments. You got to admit the backwards thing is kind of cool. It's, it's very disorienti disorienting to me, and you got the big helix uh, towards the end. It has its moments. Um, the, re the reason I use that is because having ridden Space Mountain a couple times with the lights on, <laughs> actually, it's a little scarier with the lights on. Um, but it's still, if that was without the effects, that would still be a pretty decent roller coaster in my mind. Uh, I don't know. You know what? I mean, you know, it's you know what that, it would. I would compare that to one of those early um, Tragic Mountain ones. The one, the kind of the Wild Mouse ones is kind of where <laughs> I would. Mad put Mouse, it. yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's Mulholland Madness. Yeah, Goofy <laughs> Sky <like> School. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would probably put it to that level again. I would probably say, oh, it's got a couple interesting drops. It's got a big helix at the end. It kind of keeps you going. Short of that, eh, it's a roller. I mean, compared, Nothing exciting. Compared, that, compared to something like you were talking Snow about. No Colossus. Or the Accelerator like or the Boomerang. Those, I, except for the initial hoo-ha, going through the corkscrew and going down, you know, straight down at from 180 feet up. Um, like I said, they're literally over in seconds. Exactly. But did we not stand in long lines for things like Montezuma's Revenge to get the one thrill, two thrills? Uh, stupid. Okay. Yeah, and then you feel stupid. Uh, okay. Corkscrew. Once you dropped off the corkscrew, you got through the two corkscrews, it was over. I never stood in line for corkscrew. I, I know, didn't because you, don't like, you don't like roller coasters in general. Coasters, but I did go on Montezuma's Revenge, and yes, I do remember standing in long lines for Montezuma's Revenge. Okay, we like you know we all but, liked the launch at Montezuma's Revenge. That was our. That was the greatest. I actually liked going through the loop backwards. I don't necessarily like, and I, I go on Everest, but the um, that backwards thing totally has me effed up. <laughs> There's just something about the going in the, the circles backwards. 
And I, you know, the first time I threw my back out, so I always kind of prepare for that now. But that was—it's disorienting to me. I even going the backwards in the loop. You got that moment of this is weird, but then it's over. Uh, but it seems like on Everest it lasts longer. <laughs> so, by I can understand the major amount of work that would have to go into something like a Pirates, uh, no one's willing to really put that much effort into it. Well, okay, the last one that was done was the Great Movie Ride, I guess. So, so let's let's be fair. Um, the Great Movie Ride is a modern incarnation of a Pirates or uh, yeah. mansion. Yeah. And over time, like the previous I've mentioned, some effects that were great have gone by the way for whatever reasons. Um, so you wouldn't it, you wouldn't consider updates. You wouldn't consider a splash then. Uh, actually, yeah, no, you're right. Splash is probably uh, a close comparison. I I don't know. I don't know why I think that's less story oriented, though it it's supposed to be but if you've ever seen that crappy movie it's not a lot like the movie <laughs> um, they keep mentioning let's find our happy place but when you know they stole all the the uh, animatronics out of a previous attraction and they didn't do a, let's say uh, a real big re-theming of the animatronics it's pretty much oh we got a we got geese well, let's plop them here we got we got uh, one of those uh, marasupials with the big your, tails. You got your uh, chickens possums. sitting out there. Possums. possums. You got the, and it's, even even the two uh, the, the the two I really love. My probably my favorite. The, uh, the vultures. The, yeah. At the end, those I think were my favorite from America Sings. Uh, short of the the Elvis stork type guy, he was. Billy awesome. was a bad guy. He, he's <laughs> always a laugh. But you know they didn't. It's not like okay, we need all the guts and we're going to make it match. Um, the um, the movie, you know, they just took them as they were. So I I, I, I find it, it kind of a cop out, but I'll give them I'll give them some credit. It's a very fun ride. There is a lot of animatronics to look at, and watch, um, but I don't find it to be a lot of story. I find it to be you know transitional from thrill to thrill, right? You go up the hill. You go around the corner. You drop down. You watch some animatronics. You go down another hill. You watch some animatronics and be tugged, you know, lugged up a big hill to be dropped down again. So it's about the thrill and getting you from place to place. Even, I mean, even go to Knott's and the, I'm not even sure what they call it anymore, but the Log Mountain uh, ride, I think they've got some variation of that now. It's, again, horror animation. No, it's got some some words before just log ride, like whatever their, their mine or whatever is, or their oh. Logging company, but doesn't really matter. Uh, they've got really poor animation to get you from place to place. <laughs> the one thing theirs has over over not Di- or uh, Disneyland's or Disney World's, it it's fast. That that log gets moving. Oh, not yeah, yeah, it's, because it's, it's, it's all downhill, right? There's no. Um, you you only have one. I'm trying to think. Now, there's no... Yeah, but uh, it doesn't have to be downhill to move you. It's a matter of being able to move the wa- keep a, a current through the water. Um, but I, it, it, there might be a slight uh, um, inclination. I, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it that way. All I know is, you know, once you get up the hill, the, the first place where they saw guys' heads off during... Um, uh, Halloween, <laughs> Halloween hunt. Right? You, you kind of drop off the back of that a little bit, right? You get going back by the backside of the mountain. It's kind of facing... 
uh, the old lake where the old church used to be, it starts to get moving back there. You know, and it comes through that inside cave. Um, it's it's moving quite fast. So that's that's one thrill that the the Disney ones don't really have. True. But you know, I, I think you're right. You could call that a somewhat animatronic attraction. Um, somewhat. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's not. I wouldn't consider it like a pirates because to me, it's about the thrill. And they they threw some animatronics into you know to entertain you between thrills. It's just kind of my. Uh, I'm not trying to take anything away from it. Or yeah, yeah, no. Okay, so then so then we go back to because uh, Splash and Movie Ride are kind of contemporaries of each other, right? They, yeah, they, yeah. The Great Movie Ride is probably the the closest thing to a pirates we've had or a, a mansion, and I, I I enjoy it. I gotta admit, I, I it was probably built up so much before I ever saw it. I was kind of like, hmm. Which which is built up so much? Great, great movie ride. I was, I was like, I enjoyed it, but I was still kind of, hmm, you know, transition sometimes. There's a lot of, like, down down space, I guess you could say, between things. Like, you come in and you see Cagney, and you're seeing just a lot of nothing, a lot of sets, a lot of... Well, before Cagney, you had, it starts with the Busby Berkeley Footlight right, Parade, right. and then... I'm saying, okay, so you got a lot going on there. You have Mary Poppins, uh, is that happened yeah mary pops is in the first room singing in the rain blah blah but when you i'm thinking of the cagney scene in particular you, you kind of come into it and there's just a lot of facade a lot of nothing you get cagney then you get up to the point where sometimes you get a chick as a um a mobster oh, oh yeah that, really that doesn't work yeah i guess you could be like bonnie from bonnie and clyde it just doesn't work for me that much um the cowboy set okay it's a little more compressed you know you see you see two people that were never on screen together pretty close to each other. Um, Which ones? Uh, Clint and uh, John Wayne or Marion oh, yeah. Ross. Or not Marion Ross, Ross, but Marion. Uh, I forgot what his real last <laughs> name was. But Marion was his first name. Uh, so those are kind of close together. But then again, there's an attraction that leaves you hanging for more if you're not there at a busy time. Because you don't get the interaction that you get when the car split up and they do all that, you know, it, it's kind of like, should there be something else going on here? Once you know there should be, then you're kind of going, huh, there should be more here. You know, that, that, yeah, because, <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and over the years, they've stopped, they stopped doing the, the cowboy one. No, I've, I've yeah. seen the cowboy You've one. You've seen the it's cowboy just, one? Sure, it's just got it's just got to be busy enough in the park to justify it. Is the way I get. And it's kind of like we don't bring the Columbia out unless we hit X number or the Mark Twain's in for rehab. It's kind of that thing. Park. I, th- I I'm guessing it's that because I have seen them both, but I think I saw them both at spring break. Not so sure I've seen them during the Christmas time, but I think it has to do with um, with crowd. It, 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 it makes sense to me that. It, you know, it's a matter of how many people are working, how many cast members available, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, because, I mean, and I saw the Cowboy side my first trip ever, and I haven't seen it since. Wow. So, I've always seen the stupid gangster one. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. But, you know, I think that attraction, they could pull, you know, pull some scenes, add some scenes. There's been a lot of yeah. great movies since. There's been some that probably... Enough of the uh, greatest generation are died off that 
no one really knows those movies anymore or cares much about those movies anymore. Um, are, you, are you back now, Richard? Yeah, I'm back. Had a little of a emergency. I had to go running off to. Was it explosive diarrhea? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I have a uh, cable run going through one of the closets. And yeah, we don't, get, we don't really the, care. Why, why are we asking? Because it's always a long story. Uh, <laughs> anyways, they knocked the cables all down. Oh, okay. That, that, uh, that is what runs the computer network that I'm talking on right now. So. All right. Okay. So, moving uh, on. Move on to... Yeah. Uh, moving on to what? I don't know. Nah, exactly. That Does that kind of kill okay. me? But what other Disney... I mean, Disney lately has re- relied in 3D for... What uh, MILF? There's that's that's not in 3D though. That's just a 2D projection, right? MILF. Uh, no, it's, it's 3D. No, you don't wear glasses no, for MILF. Wear, oh, I did. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You've never even seen MILF. Oh, you were just there. I forgot that you were just there. Uh, uh no, you didn't. I thought I did. Wait, did you? Are you sure you went on MILF? Yes, I'm sure. Maybe you went on GILF. <laughs> <laughs> and they needed the aid of the uh, the 3D glasses to help. Um, considering that, that you come home sometimes not having gone on the biggest attractions or the newest attractions, uh, I sometimes wonder. But no, no, no 3D glasses uh, needed uh, there. So, and in, in the Magic Kingdom, you've only got uh, Philhar Magic. Yeah. Is that correct. Yeah. Which is a great show. I I really like it. It's oh, fun to go into. You know, when I first saw that, that saw the description of it is like whatever and then when i finally got to see it that 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 was a great show it's kind of a fun show they took the highlights of all the musicals and you know made made something decent out of it i liked it and the way they expanded it so that it goes 180 degrees around you it knocked my socks off is it is it a whole 180 what yeah, well, they got the the main screen that's in front of you, and then they open so, it up on the sides. It's so not one eight. Oh yeah, it's almost one eighty. Yeah, it's, it, it gets out the there pretty wide. Yeah. Well, it gets wide, but it's not really wrapping around you. I wouldn't say one eighty. Curves, no. I don't think it's even close. Hey, but you know, I was going to ask real quick, Mike. Maybe one twenty. Questions I wanted to ask on King Kong. Okay. The projections. Was it front load projection or was it rear projected onto the screens that you were watching it? No, it had to have been front. Okay, Why? because because the because the the building wasn't that big, and the distance from the tram to the screen. You ever heard of a mirror? Did you see any? I mean, I would imagine you're going in and out. There's a lot of material in the air around you. I would think you would see a projection beam if it was. Uh, That's possible. In front, and obviously you know, it had to be multiple projectors. So. Yeah, because did, did you see any of that rigging above you? No, I did not when see. When you're going in or out of the building. No. Hmm. Interesting. I haven't seen it, so I can't really comment uh, on it. But it seems like the way you described how the screens are, that it would be from behind. But although I, I got to admit, I am now actually looking forward to seeing it. So I haven't been up there in a while. I, I you know, I haven't been on uh, Mummy. Here I've only been Mummy in Florida. I was disappointed I, with Mummy. I thought it was. I I've I've been told that the Mummy in Florida is a little longer, and we didn't really have time to. Well, we could have had time for the queue, but since it's kind of one of those things like Indiana Jones, if there's no line, you don't stop to play with things, right? Yeah. But if you're stuck in a line, which you never are at the right places anymore because of the way they handle fast pass, that could be a whole nother show. Um, <laughs> 
but <laughs> we, we didn't get to play with a lot of the things because, of course, if you stop, people behind you are kind of like, You're come pissy, on, let's yeah. move. And, you know, and uh, Earl was trying to show us some things, but, yeah, we were pretty much like, let's get to the attraction. And uh, anyways, yeah, I, I I don't know they they because uh, I haven't been in the one here, so. But it was okay. I mean, it, um, you know, it had its backwards moments, I think, if I remember right. Uh, it's been a while since I wrote it, but it was all right. Yeah, it just ended kind of quick. So you've been on it here, right? Yes. That's what I've heard about the one here. It ends very quick. And that's why I've only got to write it once in Florida, so I couldn't even, you know, it didn't sink that much in that I could tell you what the sequence was. But someone says, oh, and when we were writing it, this is where the California one ends. Oh, no. nice. You know, then it goes on. Because isn't there like a point where it stops and there's like fire around you or something and then you go forward again or backwards or something? It seems like that remembers or, you know, rings a bell. But they have lockers outside the one in Florida. You are not allowed to carry anything on that attraction. Yeah, they have lockers outside the one in California, too. Yeah. So, the, I mean, it's both good and bad. You know, there's, it's never going to get recorded unless someone, you know, has something really small or you know, stuck to their head like Richard's yeah. little camp. <laughs> uh, but... It's it's kind of nice because okay I can't take my camera on I don't want to hold it bam free lockers can't beat that yeah that was pretty I uh, had just out of curiosity I looked up Asylum's uh, visual effects some of the other things they have worked on were uh, Master Commander uh, Far Side of the World uh, Curious Case of Benjamin Button The Sorcerer's Apprentice and they were in the process of working on Transformers too so. Just interesting. Wait, Transformers Two already came out. Oh, that's right, Transformers Two. I'm thinking they're they're talking about a third movie now. So, uh, well, I'm looking at Pirates Two and then Transformers Two, and these were all movies that they had worked on here. They worked on Pirates Two. Yes, they did. Interesting. A case of Benjamin Button was was an interesting movie. Not one I'd probably watch more than once, but it was an interesting movie. Haven't seen it. Uh. Now, my, my daughter went to see Midnight Showing of Potter, said it was very, very good. We oh, really? saw that Friday. I've been told by two people so far that it's very, very good. Yes, it is very, very good. Again, I've been missing that boat. You haven't seen any of the Potters? I think I've seen the first one. Okay, so you're not in that, that Christian crowd that's like, ooh, put, hold the cross up. No. Sorcerers. Witches. No, no, oh, okay. no. You're not doing that. No, you know what? Now that I think about it, I see the first one and the second one. Because you, know you know what cracks me up about that that whole uh, attitude from some of the church communities is, let's see, I was brought up in a church community that told us we needed to read things like Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Hmm. Mythical creatures, witches. Evil, good. Sounds kind of like the Potter films, uh, in some ways. Yeah, but, yeah. Who knows? Uh, the uh, the uh, new Potter films very good. Uh, the entire family. I'm the only one that has not read the book, so they all just finished the book this last week, and they're saying it is. There, there's a few things that obviously you can't. You know, just for time's sakes, you can't. You know, put everything in the book in there, but they said it held pretty, very, very true to the book. It was very well done. That's what I heard. That's why it's two parts so, to, to wrap it up. Right. What were the What were the other movies again, real quick? Because it seems like something popped I, in my head and then left. Yeah, Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, Sor what? 
the uh, the Sorcerer's Stone. The first. That's Chamber the first Potter. That's the first one. Okay. Uh, Chamber of Secrets. Prisoner of Azkaban. That's the one I've seen. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This this company that just shut down did all those? Oh, oh I'm sorry. I th- thought you were talking about Asylum. You said, what were some of the other... No, I know the Potter movies. Okay, well, let me bring back... I just got... No, don't, don't, the... worry, don't worry about it. It's, it's Whatever thought hit my head is gone. Who cares? Oh, Benjamin Button, Pirates 2, uh, Transformers 2, uh, Master Commander... Oh, Master Master and Commander. That's the one at sea, right? With um, right. Uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah. Crow. The... Yes. If you want to <laughs> see, like that movie. if you want to see one of the ships used in that, go to San Diego along the um, Embarcadero. The, is it, is uh, that, that what they call it? it? I don't know. I don't think. But basic, basically, where well, all the ship museums are, the Midway, yeah. the, the uh, Star of India, they have the ship used in Master and Commander that you can go through. And see how they they did it. It's pretty cool. You never know from the outside to get to the inside that you know it's it's a. You might guess well is this a recreation and then you get inside. That's when you kind of find out it's uh, from Master and Commander. I've never seen that movie either. Yeah, it's all right. There's some some gory points where they're doing some surgery. You know, imagine oh, what surgery yeah. stays. And then I don't think that guy made it after all that work. Saw. So, hold him down. No. Well, no, you, you had you had the kid that they had to uh, amputate his arm, and he's like a ten or eleven year old kid, and he he survives to the movie. But there's another one that there's a couple others that didn't. But I like the ending on it because the whole storyline is they're chasing after they're a British ship, and they're it's they're chasing after this French uh, uh, juggernaut that's out there just raping and pillaging through the English fleet. And they're on the Pacific side of South America. They end up chasing them onto the Pacific side of South America. And that's the whole thing is just this cat and mouse chase with them. And finally they catch the ship at the end and they have the doctor, uh, the captain's been killed. The doctor's trying to help them out and everything. So they put their officers and crew on board, take the ship to a British port. And Russell Crowe's talking to his doctor again. And, He's going, yeah, marvelous doctor and everything. And he goes, who? He goes, the doctor that was on that ship. He goes, that doctor left. I, I met him two months ago. He left the ship quite a while back. He's not on that ship. <laughs> they realized the captain had fooled him. So they're going. So the whole thing, they end it where they, they're bringing their ship around to go give chase again because they've realized they've been had by the French captain. And then the whole thing starts again. Huh. <laughs> but it, it, it it's very cool and it, it gives a lot of the sense of the exploration because they do go to part of the thing while they're uh while they're it, it's yeah kind of, I'm, I'm sorry i'm having a hard kind time of has, kind of has a star trek feel about it too because while they're see, out there see he tries to get you interested there greg i i've <laughs> seen the movie and it you know it, it was kind of boring but i did watch the whole thing was there a star while trek component well, to it no, I don't think so. <laughs> Here, here's here's why. Okay, I, I'll tell you why. It was like generations. They were all standing on a ship. They talked, to, you know, in nautical terms. There's your connection. No, while they're out there, they're in the middle. They're in the middle of war. But right now, they no matter no matter if we really want to hear it, he's going to go on. You have to give him credit for perseverance. That's, that's for sure. That's because he doesn't listen. No, I listen. It's uh, I'm trying to explain something there. And, Forget it. Never mind. If anybody else wants to hear, just write, and I will explain the Star Trek component on there. 
It's just Actually, like telling us Indra Peterson was a meteorologist, and we don't really care as long as she's good looking. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's not so much that it's following Star Trek, it's that Star Trek followed their, the old time uh, mm-hmm. movies there. Okay. All right. Nice. Nice. You know, it's funny you mentioned Transformers, though, because that's come up in lecture at school a few times when you talk about how audio is mixed in movies. And I forgot what the, the exact terms are, but uh, it's, I don't think it's discrete, but there's two different types of audio technique. One, like the Transformers, where no matter how far Megatron or whoever is away, it's all boom, boom. You know, it's always really loud. Where the other type of mixing is if it's close it's louder if it's further away it's, it's softer yeah it's softer and it's left to it's the right but you know you get into the things like transformers just it's all loud if there's a big guy on the screen it doesn't matter if he's 10 miles away it's still loud it's just you know it's just the way the movie goes but um, but anyways see how quick that was yeah that's awesome <laughs> uh so moving right along you got anything else? No, I, no, I don't. Um, yeah. Boy, we're you know, it, 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 Disney you is kind of quiet. If, if it's days. slow, exactly. I was gonna say if it's slow, you know, the most recent news announcement was for Florida stuff. Don't care. Well, do care, but well, you know, I don't yeah. haven't seen it. So, I guess everybody should know by now that Dave Smith is officially retired. He has I been replaced. You, you said that several times. Uh, we talked about it before the show came on, but I don't think we said it since the show. Uh, he has been officially replaced. So if anybody really cares about that. How cool would it be to get that job, though? Uh, I guess it could be kind of cool, you know, if you want to handle junk and stuff all the time. And, really? Is it junk, though? Well, you know, one man's junk is another man's treasure, but... Um, okay. You don't always get to choose. The production company sometimes sends you what they want to send you. You know, here we got some stuff. Take it. Um, you can't wait. It, it could okay, be you, fun. you bring yeah. in, wait. Now you bring up an interesting uh, question. Okay. The production company. Now, you're assuming that the archives are all made up of film property. No, I'm not. All right. Well, but you know, but you said the, the production what, company is providing. The archiving I, I, I material. Admit, yeah, I mentioned that because I happened to read an article recently or something that said, you know, product, the production companies will sometimes send over props from the movie. Um, but, it, you know, if uh, it was a Disney animation film, that would be their own company. So okay, it would be but, internal. Okay. So there's no more cells, right? Because there's very little hand-drawn animation. But what about scripts? Drafts well, there's, of scripts, shooting there's scripts. scripts. There's still there's still artwork that's done by hand. Uh, there's still storyboarding. There's still yeah. There's still uh, you know stuff on paper. And you don't think that if if uh, whoever the production company is, if it's a Disney film, you don't think the Dis- Walt Disney Company would have a say in what happens to that stuff? Well, probably theoretically, they have a say over all of the productions that they are putting money out on. Sure. To, so, a, to a, an extent of whatever the contract might be. So we don't know if, if they have a standing rule that for archiving purposes, you will provide X, Y, and Z to... Yeah, and don't know because you can't hold on to everything. Sure you, know, you can. You, you, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, you're right. You can't hold on to every single copy of the script, but you can make sure you get one copy of the script. Oh, you yeah, yeah, sure yeah. I one was, copy I was, of this. I, my mind had already left scripts and went back to things like props and costumes and 
you know, you did see that. Uh, maybe we talked about this last show that uh, the Austin Martin that was used in Goldfinger and the one after Goldfinger, I think, uh, was just sold, and it went for a ton of pounds. <laughs> it's only it was only driven once in forty years by the guy who had bought it originally from. Uh, the production company or the studio, whoever sold it, everything still works. The little machine guns come out the front, you know, all the gizmos work, the rotating license plates and all that. Well, that's so it's like James Bond's Austin Martin. Didn't that just get sold off recently too for like one and a half million? It did nice. What didn't Austin Martin did you think he was talking about there? I thought you were talking about, uh, I thought Austin I said James Powers, Bond. Austin Martin. No, he said James I'm, Bond. I'm pretty sure. Not, you almost had me questioning myself, but I was pretty sure I said James Bond. I said Sorry. Goldfinger. I said yes. This, it was See, you say Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Richard here is Goldmember. Yeah. So there's, a problem, there's a problem there, right? Yes, a big problem. Uh, well, actually, probably a tiny problem. But yes, that's <laughs> a problem. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, Richard. It did sell for a bunch of pounds. And the guy said that, First thing he was going to do is go drive it around the streets of London. But then he crashes um, it. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, w- wouldn't that be a, a kick? But I'm thinking this guy's owned it for 40 years, and you know someone had to have maintained it. It's still drivable. Things still work. Somebody's changing the oil regularly. Probably somebody turned it over, you know, once a month or something. Um, and I don't mean over, but you yeah, know, I know. Mean, Started I know it you up. Yeah. Do. But you know, for you know, Richard says we have to educate those people who don't know. You know, he always stops and explains things like DSLRs and that you know stuff like that. So I thought I'd just make sure. Um, so yes, you're right. All all the stuff cannot come to the archives. But so I'm, I wonder sometimes why. You know, let's say Lost, the production company. What did Lost production company decide the archives needed? And maybe the archives got a standing order. Uh, I need one script. I need. You know, one of these, one of these, one of these. Some of the stuff that makes sense that you would want for historical context. Yes, sure. stuff yeah, that's written, written stuff that's written down. Uh, yeah, script, right, maybe memo. You, in the old days would be memos. Yeah. I don't if know nowadays. Frank Wills, if you go in the Frank Wells building right now, where the archives is located, outside they've got some different costumes and display cases. They've got a bunch of hats. Uh, for one of the cool things, for example, the Rocketeer helmet. Yeah, that's um, cool. Um, and they had some costumes from I think it was one of the uh, the uh, Prince Caspian, and I think I forgot what S- similar to what we saw at D twenty three. Okay, and it's okay. Can they really save all that stuff? I guess sure you can. It's just how much warehouse space do you continue to purchase or lease? Yeah. And then for, when do you, when do you show it? Uh, what do you do with it? You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's no, I'm with like, you, but take yeah. take the lost example, right? Yes. You said lost. All right, so script, sure, that makes sense. That's easy to store, files, paper. A movie poster. Yeah, sure. Or, you know, yeah. head posters. <laughs> but what, a, okay, costumes? Is there any really iconic costumes? <sighs> Mary Poppins. No, from Lost. <sighs> Oh, he doesn't lost. listen. Tell you, he doesn't listen. He checks out. That's okay. He checks out. That's good. Dharma costumes. You know, you know a Dharma jumpsuit? Sure, the yeah. Dharma jumpsuit. Okay. Short of that, probably not, unless you wanted to say, uh, you know, you picked one costume from, like, let's say, Kate or whatever, you know, what, what Kate was wearing when, you know. Uh, but you're right. Those probably wouldn't be saved, but the Dharma one probably would. Okay. Uh, now, take next step. Props. What is there any, what iconic 
again Dharma things. Uh, maybe the and the, the last lotto one, ticket. The, yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe the lotto ticket. Uh, oh, I, maybe the Dharma van. Everybody seemed to be really jazzed. Sure, the Volkswagen. That was fun, van. right? Yeah. Um, well, there's there's they still sell, uh, don't they? Uh, Dharma chips and Dharma drinks or something like that. I think over at the, the studio, don't generic they? stuff. I, I don't Gener- know. I know they had a big auction of a lot of props. Um, so you know, you, you, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd love to know the decision making on, you know, why they get what or what they give. I'm sure every script. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that every script is saved and probably digitally and not always on paper, unless they say, you know, we want one signed by the whole cast, cast or yeah. the directors or, uh, or or whatever. Because you know, you never have one script because. There's the initial script, and you're going to have a revision script, and you're going to have the day it was shot script, and the day it was yep, rewritten yep, script, yep. and the you know on and on and on. So, um, you know that 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 starts being a lot of paper. Paper adds up and takes up space real quick. Um, but yeah, I, I, I understand where you're going. You you can save quite a bit, but I wonder what the standing order is on what they do save. You know, yeah, there's, I, I, there was us. Go ahead. I was going to say, there's also another part of Dave Smith's job that he spent quite a bit of time doing is products that got licensed by the company in the past that they didn't have any examples of. Um, sure, that makes sense. Like the first Mickey Mouse watch or the first Mickey Mouse uh, and stuffed he spent animals. a lot of time searching, going through eBay, going through pawn shops, sending, putting flyers out to people, saying what he's looking for. Spend a lot of time trying to find some of that stuff just so he can have some examples of that to add to the archive. But he's been doing that for 30 years. Do you, do you think they've covered that now? But what, there's, no, there's because still- the last time when I was there about, what, five, six years ago, he had just gotten the last couple pieces from a uh, the figurines from the original Fantasia that was released back in, I want to say... <sighs> the early or middle 50s. Okay. I, I'm just wondering, you know, how long are they going to continue that kind of stuff? At some point, you know, is there diminishing return? Is it that important to the company? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I was, you know, was going to ask that question. What? Why is that important to, to archive the, the you know, Mickey Mouse watch if they didn't make it? Well, the whole purpose of the archive is to maintain a history of what the company was involved in and how and how certain things were just to you know maintain it's a museum is what it is okay why does any museum get any piece well okay it's a private yeah, most, museum well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, mostly, most museums open up at least a quarter of their collection to the public and the the other three quarters gets rotated out uh when it's presentable to, to keep it fresh yeah keep you coming because it's changed exactly Exactly. Okay, and the archives has released some of its stuff. It has stuff that's on display in a number of other places. Not, you know, the, the first which comes to mind is the Presidio. Yeah, I'm sure they, there's some stuff on loan to the Walt Disney Family Museum. I would, I would agree with that. Uh, but there's, but there's you, stuff okay. that's on. There's stuff that is on loan and on display over here at the uh, Anaheim Museum. And I understand they're supposed to be. They're working on a. Um, a digital virtual one where they're going to make a, uh, supposedly make a lot of it available through D23 or something like that where you'll be able to view some of it. Um, well, here, let's operate further in a vacuum since some of this is all completely supposition on our part, right? But what what, what was the purpose of establishing the archive? Was it so the company 
can look back and remind itself of its well, roots. Sure, it's, yeah, it sure it wasn't anything and, that Walt Disney necessarily wanted or tried to start or anything. I mean, Dave Smith never met Walt Disney. Uh, when he came to the company, you know, Walt had already been pushing up daisies for a while. Um, so whose idea was it? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it's... You know, now, I'm, now you're going to make me go... i got to go into the garage. I'm going to have to dig through some boxes because I actually got the original mission statement that they talked about the archives way back when, when it was still over in the uh, Roy O. Disney building. Yeah. But the, pur- the purpose of the archives was to be able to uh, collect and protect the historical uh, artifacts that, you know, were major portions of the company. Yeah, I agree with Richard that that's, you know, in a very quick generic statement, that's that's correct. Yeah, but at what point did someone wake up and say, we needed to do this? What was happening for them to say, you know what, if we don't do do this, bad things are going to happen? I want to say I've heard Dave Smith say that's not necessarily why he was there or when he, what he was called in to do was this small little project that just ballooned. You might, I almost want to say he kind of created himself a, um, you know, a position that <laughs> would keep him there for quite a while. Uh, it seems like I just read some of this recently after he retired. There's like a quick little blurb about him, like when he started in the seventy early seventies, I think, and came on to do this, and then you know who knew thirty years later. One of those, yeah, one well. of those typical stories, you know. Well, he, you know. And, and there are certain things that uh, uh, Smith and the archives have done to some of the some of the stuff they've saved was definitely worth saving. The uh, one of my favorite stories that he used to tell was the uh, when they were digging through a trash pile that sat in back of the animation building, and this I remember seeing this pile. This pile was about a good twenty feet about. 20 feet tall, just trash. Anything that got pulled out of somewhere, they just threw in this pile back there. Uh, there was old toilets, kitchen sinks, bathroom sinks. You know, you wouldn't believe what this is in there. He gets this call in the middle of the night. We found something. We're not quite sure what it is, but we think it might be important. So he gets uh, he gets out of bed, races on down to the studio, and takes a look at it and instantly recognizes what it is. It's this piece of board that's all covered with years of guck and neglect, which is the original Ellen Shaw painting of Disneyland that Walt used in the uh, presentation on the first Disneyland shows. And so they carefully... The one with the balloon on it? With the -the glow-in-the-dark paint? Yes. So they carefully... uh, They grabbed a uh, big sheet of uh, plywood... And carefully slid because this is all. Uh, they did. Stuff. They did this in the middle of the night. Yes, they brought lights out and everything, and it was. I mean, it was your stereotypical uh, stormy night. It was a dark and stormy night. Uh, they did this in the middle of the night. They had. They brought lights out and everything. They uh, brought. A, got a, a big sheet of plywood and they carefully slid it underneath the uh, picture as they carefully pulled it- what. what was a show I has come to my mind is right this, now. Is this passing the sniff <laughs> test for you, Greg? <laughs> I'm saying I'm, a, sure, a certain show idea has uh, <laughs> come to my mind. I'm yeah. telling you the story he told us. <laughs> I remember hearing a story of them finding something, but not that he got up in the middle of the night to check it out. I mean, you know, it's not is it, they, you know, waited till the morning. Exactly. Is what Well, they're they're in the pr- <laughs> the the understanding I had, they were in the process of trying to get this cleared out because they wanted to put some offices in here. In fact, they did put offices there. That was originally where, uh, if you remember, Greg and Mike, where uh, you guys took a tour 
and they had the uh, splash fountain was sitting on that same spot later on. Prior to that, it was this big, huge trash pile. They were trying to get stuff cleared out. So you had all these worker, these contract workers that are just sitting there idle, waiting for him to come down so they can start work up again. I remember one other thing that got tossed on the trash pile, and I, I guess they just trashed it. Uh, I remember seeing it sitting up there was the uh, speeder that they had from uh, the black hole, the little one that they went running down the side of the uh, Cygnus on was just sitting up there on the trash pile. So, I mean, everything was in this pile. It was huge. But they, they needed to put the production offices back there. It was between uh, what animation the animation building and what was still the uh, Zorro Ranch and later became uh, uh, some more buildings back over in there. Hmm. Some of these stories need to be verified. The problem is... It probably can't verify some of these, so it doesn't matter. It makes for an interesting tale, though, doesn't it? it? It makes for a great tale, yes. I don't doubt that a lot of this pile, stuff was piled in, you know, I, I saw the condition of their back lot a few times thinking, okay, I realize you're not making a movie right now, but Jesus, this is <laughs> a dump. Um, but anyways. All right. Is there, uh, is there anything else we want to discuss this particular evening, or are we, are we done? <laughs> no, since you're done sniffing Richard's story. Um, <laughs> oh, come on. Like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's Richard. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know why I bother telling <laughs> you guys anything. <laughs> oh, stop Don't start it. with that. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's kind of funny, though, Richard. No, I'm sure that's. I have heard part of that story, not just in the same way. So, uh, I don't know if so, it's like what was was it what, what was that movie? Well, when it's they like tell- you, Greg. You got the pink mansion all in the wrong spot where the pink mansion was, and things what? like that. I re- well, we were talking. We were talking on one story, and you had the pink mansion. When we, we got to talking about the pink mansion where it was what, built. What, what what pink mansion are we talking about? The pink mansion for uh, down and out in Beverly Hills. And you had it some, in some completely different spot in the studio. I mean, anyways. I don't, re- I don't remember discussing that, but they didn't have the whole mansion. They had the, like, the backyard. The backyard just, with the yeah, pool. Yeah. Just yeah. the backyard with the pool. Yeah. Oh, I, that's what it was. We were, talking about, we were talking about the pool where they, uh, what was it? They filmed something. They had to go back and film something after later on. Uh, was Ron Howard, I think. Wasn't Splash, I don't think. And they were using the million dollar dollar duck pool, which was a different pool than the Pink Mansion. I remember the the million dollar duck house. I don't remember there being a pool right there unless it was filled in. No, there was a pool. There was a pool in back of the house that they used for for a couple different things. Um, I think I have a picture around here somewhere of that house with bicycles parked behind it. No pool. They had a pool and they had a pool there that was there for a little while, and then they got rid of it, and the house still stood. Okay. But the pool was the pool was used for there was something. I'll remember it in a few. Anyways, okay. Probably after we sign off, which is okay. Probably, probably. Oh, nothing wrong. Happens, nothing happens. wrong with that. Yeah. All right. Well, cross, cross, cross your fingers until the next show that you can tell us. Yeah. Write it down. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> okay. 
so is there any, so Christmas this year at the park doesn't seem to be any different than any other Christmas. Except just take a good uh, if you're in the Disneyland area, uh, take a couple of good looks at California Adventure because there are some. Sounds funny saying oh, ten years worth has become sort of cer- certain icons, but they will be disappearing rather shortly. Uh, the Golden Gate Bridge, the uh, they, it's all decorated. I was kind of surprised to see it, but it is all decorated. That's going to be gone this next I, year. I have to say, I was surprised to see the lettering decorated. I ex- the lettering. That's where I was going to. Yeah, the lettering with the candy cane coloring to it. Those get pulled out. Uh, I've heard two stories. I heard one was the second week of January, and the other was the second week of February. But they already got a spot where they're going to put them. Where are they going to yes. put them? Uh, I was initially I was told it was uh, downtown Anaheim, but I was told no, it's uh, going into uh, some uh, new building complex. I don't know if it if it's supposed to be going over to uh, the Platinum Triangle area because when they were saying it was some new building that's being bu- where there's going to be apartments and everything, but they kept pointing towards the west. So can, can, can you quite honestly, name- I don't. Can you name the building or the the thing you've heard about? They were referring to some new apartment building. And no, I wish I could because I know you'd know you'd probably know which project. Well, there, well, there there might be a chance I might know that would help. But um, interesting. Uh, I didn't know they were saving them. I just figured they were they're, being torn out. Well, it's funny. It's two years ago, I think it was some cast member. You better get a picture of those now because they're going to be gone really soon. Yeah. Well. Two years later, here they, here yeah, they are. Still here. Yeah, well, that's like, what was it, two years ago I was hearing, yeah. And, and it was legitimate. It was a legitimate source that, because uh, I found it from several sources, that Golden Gate Bridge is disappearing. They just hadn't gotten to it yet. But now that's going to be going because they have to change the entrance area rather quickly. Well, well they need bad. to get it out of the way to you know, start the construction Sweet. of the new stuff, so... Speaking of which, we here, there's a quick little note too. Uh, we just got the little uh, greedy, the uh, patch yourself on the back memo that went out because we are now officially past the halfway point of the uh, expansion project. Really? Well, yeah, exactly. Really? Well, you know, I, I did get a, I did get a. Uh, let's see. Um, I got something. I guess Iger put out a. A little how are we doing type thing showing that the company is actually doing very well uh no that's not it i was trying to see if i could find it real quick but you know the, the company's making money that's always good to know because i always have, good to know. have one or two shares of stock i think still so yeah oh here here's fourth quarter earnings Those symbolic shares oh yeah i got that yeah I got that. Yeah, 2010 fiscal year was good. One, financially and strategically for our company, performance was driven by strong branded content and effective use of that content across our businesses, which means we just keep redoing the same thing over and over and over because you dummies keep buying it, resulting in a 20% jump in net income on a on a 5% rise in revenue. Diluted earnings per share for the year increased 15%. So, anyways. Um, the stock reports bought to you by... Exactly. Uh, hey, by the way, uh, we are incredibly excited about the release next summer of Cars 2. Have you seen the trailer for Cars 2? I have. No, I have not. I have seen the poster for it, but I have not seen the trailers yet. Wait, did you say yes, Mike? Yes, I did. 
Uh, is it the one like it's on the Apple website where it's Mater and uh, Lightning McQueen and there's a bunch of lasers pointing on them and it's like there's security that's, things? Yeah, that's the end. That's kind of like the end of the trailer. Okay, and the one I saw, that's all it was. I'm like, what the? What's no, they get they get they're like racing in Japan, and they hook up with a James Bond kind of a car. He's like a British spy. So they get mixed up in some sort of spy caper. Interesting. Also, our creative pipeline is strong, and our movie studios tangled. Tron Legacy and our latest chapter of a highly successful Pirates franchise. You notice what they said? Latest chapter. Not last Sorry. chapter. Yeah, latest. latest chapter. Sure. The Pirates write... franchise are... Oh, and from what I hear, Depp is the only returning person. Franchise oh. are coming in fiscal 2011 as our two new Marvel epics, Thor and Captain America, the first Avenger. So... So uh, I'm actually uh, looking yeah, forward I, to the Marvel stuff. You're not. I, I am. I am. Oh, if they're done it, well, like, okay. So I haven't seen the Hulk. I, I haven't seen either of Hulk, Angley or the. Uh, the second one was okay. The first one I didn't see. I heard okay. it was horrible. The second yeah. one was all right. I heard the second one was crap. Didn't bother seeing the Edward Norton version. Yeah. But I like both Iron Mans. Yeah, Iron Mans have been well. From what I, I what was I hearing? Something that. Um, you know, there was like kind of kind of a deal, I guess. Uh, see, who made Iron Man? Was that Paramount or was that um, who who was behind it? It wasn't us. It wasn't uh, Disney. Okay. But anyways, from what I hear, they're they're all coming our way now. Or when I say our way, Disney's way. So Iron Man three, if they go three, will be uh, I think under the Disney, um, yeah, you know, I'm, umbrella, if you will. But if they're if the four and the um you know, Captain America are done with the same quality as the two Iron Man films. I think they'll be great. I think yeah. they'll be fine. Hey, take, take a wild guess on what, how much attendance has gone up at uh, California Adventure since the amazing nighttime spectacular of World of Color has uh, come in. Uh, 20%. Uh, you uh, nailed it. Oh, 20%? That's, that's what they say. Huh. Well, that's cool. Awesome guess. You know, they bought something called Club Penguin in 2007. Does anybody know what the hell that is? Yeah, it's a kid's internet site. Okay. Uh, that's where they got rid of their... Uh, they had the Virtual Magic Kingdom. They ended up getting rid of the VMK uh, in favor of Club Penguin. Let's see. Marvel has launched a new series on Disney XD with more to come and is developing several series for ABC and ABC Family. We bought, brought back the marketing and distribution. Oh, yeah, here it is. We bought back the marketing and distribution rights for Iron Man 3 and the Adventures and are incorporating Marvel's licensing businesses into our global sales and marketing network to help the business grow faster. Yeah, both the first two Iron Mans are paramount. Okay, great. I had to go verify that. All right. Yeah, I knew it was somebody. I knew it wasn't, uh, wasn't Disney, but anyways... And now we have a multi-year agreement signed earlier this year with Time Warner. Yay, you won't be turned off anymore. <laughs> That's all fake. All that, I know, all that all crap hype. is so fake. Fucking hype. <laughs> so, yeah, and then, and then, what, two weeks later after that one's done, then uh, then they're yelling about, you know, uh, I think it was one of the satellite companies. might have been Dish Network. I'm not sure. So You have other options. Yeah, it was Dish Network that they were yelling about. That one kind of faded away. I didn't hear much more about that one. So, all right. Well, that's that's all I could find. So, weeks and then they uh, quietly just never said another word about it. 
Although, did you notice uh, Dish Network uh, with uh, Fox, they actually had the FX channel was missing for about a month and a half. I didn't even notice it until I read it in the newspaper, and I go, oh, yeah, it is missing, isn't it? We pretty much have our satellite down to minimum uh, right now, so I haven't. We lost some things when I went to like I, History International is no longer. Yeah, with I don't got. Oh crap! And I, and, I, and I like History International. Crap, crap! I forgot to record freaking Top Gear tonight. Son of a. Oh, I thought you were going to say you forgot to record this tonight. I'm like, we no, did. no. <laughs> <laughs> we bullshitted for nothing. No, no, no. What did you freaking record? Top Gear, the U.S. version of Top Gear. Oh. Is it the same guys? No. Okay, so it's just it's it's created for American the US audience. audience. Yes. yes. Okay. By BBC Worldwide. All right. That's the show where I saw that the uh, BMW M5 gets better gas mileage on the open road than the Prius. Really. Yeah, forget about he. He starts off with, uh, "Let's forget about we strip mine Canada, and then we send all that material overland on a diesel truck to the ports." Let's forget that it's now on a uh, Gasco, whatever powers the big boats to go across the seas. Now, what 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 are they running these days? Some kind of oil or what, what's what's a big transport ship using for fuel? Uh, these days? That, what's that stuff? The transport ship? You mean like a yeah. cruise ship? No, no. Well, cruise ship no. too, but like big a, a freighter. Big, big freighter. What's what's a freighter run on these days? Diesel fuel marine, I would suspect. Okay. No, so, no, no. They, they, it's a lower grade oil than that. Okay, so it, okay it doesn't matter. But it's, it's a fuel of some type. They're bur- so he's yeah. like, let's let's forget we strip mine. Let's forget we went, uh, you know, overland and big diesel trucks. Let's forget it's floating over the seas now. Let's forget once it's built in, you know, Japan, then it's sent back here on another diesel ship. Blah blah. He says, let's forget all about that for a moment. Let's just see how it does. And he says, I'm driving the M5. They go on a closed course, you know, big circle or oval, and uh, the priest is going about as fast as it can, and the Beamer's just pacing it. The big killer eight-cylinder M5 got better gas mileage than the Prius. <laughs> so it may, we were talking about this at, at school the other night because I was the only person that showed up Friday night. We usually don't go Fridays because of the holidays. We're making up some hours. So it's the assistant, the main instructor, and myself. And we're talking about that. And he says, well, yeah, because you know, you know, hybrids work great in traffic when you're going stop and go because they, it, they can the just run electric. Off. Yeah. Right? So I had this thought. Why are the fucking Priuses in the carpool lane then? That's when they get shitty gas mileage. <laughs> they, they shouldn't be in the carpool lane. They, they should, should be, be in the stop and go traffic. Exactly, because that's what they're made for. <laughs> so anybody that buys a Prius and thinks they're doing, you know, running, you know, uh, big long hauls, like, for instance, what, I had a job in Banning when I was still working. The lady drove her Prius out there. No traffic to Banning. She got crappy mileage. My Beamer got better mileage than her going out there. Um so anyway, it's just kind of funny. People don't think about it. It's, it's now you've heard all the stuff about, uh, let's see, was it San Francisco? Somebody got rid of paper bags or, or plastic bags. You can't get plastic bags. That was Los Angeles. Los Angeles. They're going to charge you five. Yeah, well, they were try, Los Angeles it, and San Francisco both tried it, but I don't think No, no. Los Angeles, went, Los Angeles went through, but here's the, the crux. It's only in county areas unincorporated so oh, what, okay. what you do is you just go across the line to the incorporated city yep. and shop there because you're going to be charged five cents for the paper so but they're encouraging you to get your little bio bags guess what's happening with the bio bags yeah i heard about this yeah e coli a few other things <laughs> nice. because well, oh no no it's, it's worse than that is that 
they found uh, unacceptable lead levels in oh your yeah the ones coming bags. The, the ones that are coming from China but beyond the majority that, of them are made in China beyond that because people don't wash them and clean them uh, a lot of germs are staying in them you can get they're saying now E. coli is contractible you know if you don't wash the bags because you you know you've got you know you're leaking chicken in there you've got your meat you got all this crap and plus you've dragged it across the counter. Uh, you know, at the grocery store, and most people just throw them in the back of their car. They don't clean them. Um, so I love it when all these people who try to be, you know, preachy and environmentally, you know, savvy, and then no one's thought ahead, like the curly little curly cube fluorescence that you can't throw away. Now Home Depot's finally figured, oh, we should have a collection bin. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do, throw all my little curly cues in a, a box until I decide to drive the Home Depot one day to uh, drop them off in their little thing. So it's just a bunch of namby-pamby bullshit, as far as I'm concerned. But, <laughs> no, yeah, so Top Gear, it was, it debuted Thank you, tonight. Uh, Emery. Did it debut tonight? Yes, it did, on okay. history. So I forgot, I forgot to record it. So it's history now. Yeah, well, I'm sure they'll show it again before next uh, week. Yeah, sure. If it's on yeah, history, yeah, guaranteed. Five or six be. times by tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it'll be repeated. <laughs> At 3 a.m. So, yeah. yeah. So, when we sign off here, that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to go check the DVR and make sure it grabs it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, if you put the DVR for any, then it's going to make pick up. Well, I don't, the, I, I don't want to record, you know, the same number one episode five times. So I know the kids have done that a few times. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> You filled the thing up with, you know, SpongeBob or Crap. whatever. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm getting tired of the iCarly that keeps popping up on there and this yeah. Oh, well. All right. Yeah, so all right. So anything else then? I can't think. We we've went too far on nothing as it is. That's okay. <laughs> all right, then. Is it? Yeah, it is. the show's all about is nothing. Well, not quite, but you know, we have a mission. Maybe there'll be some Disney news next week we can talk about. I hope so. Yeah. If not, if not, we'll create some. Sure, we could we'll do start that. A, we'll, start we'll, a make, we'll make it up and see if you like can all, see if it's like the rest, or not. Like the rest of the mainstream media, right? Yeah, that's just yeah, just make it That's up right. as you go. <laughs> all right. All right, boys. I'm gonna say good night. All right, see you. Good night.